1: Let's Get Moving with Maria, inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. Thank you so much for joining us today for Let's Get Moving. Today I have with me Dr. Susan Madsen. She's a professor at UVU, an incredible advocate for women. You've done so much research for women. I'm going to let you tell people about all the things that you have done. Give give us your title.
0: Yeah, well, I am a professor of organizational leadership in the Woodbury School of Business at Utah Valley University. And so I do things in my professor role and in some teaching and research and publishing as well. But the biggest thing that I speak on radio about is is a project that I started. I started a movement and a project about 10 years ago for the state of Utah, specifically focused on initially really just getting more women to go to college, go mm-hmm. graduate from college, get back to college, all of that, the importance of education, and then started the Utah Women in Leadership Project. And so we really work with that. Our mission is to strengthen the impact of Utah girls and women, whatever that means, in terms of leading and influencing. And education is so important to do that. And so I do a lot of work in the state of Utah, uh, events, a lot of research. Uh, we've talked before about the research that I do and lots of resources. And then I also do a lot of work globally on women's and leadership issues as well.
1: Right. We've talked to you before about perfectionism. So yes. if anybody would like to go back and listen to that podcast, they can. Today, you're here to talk about how your research on how men can be allies for women. And tell us about that.
0: So we did some extensive qualitative and quantitative, but mostly qualitative data collection to figure out specifically for the state of Utah. We did Our sample was Utah, but it relates to people outside of Utah, definitely. So we're working on a scholarly article as well mm-hmm. for this. So we released this earlier this year, and it's specifically about strategies and behaviors that men use specifically to help advance women in workplace settings. So workplace can be corporations, just a reminder to the listeners, companies, nonprofits, work in government, all of those are workplaces, teaching, Mm -hmm. education, and so forth. And so what we've studied was really the positive things. We had men and women answer. For men, we said, what have you done in the workplace that you think has really been beneficial for women? And what have you seen other men do? And then to the women, we said, what experiences in your experiences, what kinds of behaviors or strategies have menus that have really made a difference in your life and so it was fascinating to to compile all that. We had a number of researchers mm-hmm. working on it because we got lots of data, and we came out with we really lumped the findings into five core categories for the men and for the women there was alignment between those but very some interesting differences
1: i'm excited to hear so, yeah. what were your results well uh
0: the the top one for both was what we call developmental relationships so that under that you have mentorship you have sponsorship you have just advising, coaching, all kinds of things. So that was the top for both men and women. But it looked a little different between the men and women. So men, they talked more about mentoring, the importance of mentoring, and mentors can be inside the organization, outside the organization. But they talked more about one-on-one mentoring. You know, telling stories and talking and giving advice and and saying things that build confidence and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the women, for so. So even though some men mentioned sponsorship, more talked about those mentoring relationships. To women, they also talked about mentoring. But way more important to women was the sponsorships. And um, so there's a book that's been out for a couple years for women called Forget Mentors, Get a Sponsor. And so men tend to have more sponsors with other men specifically than women do. So the difference, is that what you're interested in? I, What's the difference between mentoring well, and sponsorship? Well,
1: first tell me, what is. what are sponsorships? What are you talking yep. about when you talk about sponsorships?
0: So sponsorships are really, they're different than mentors. Somebody can be a mentor and a sponsor. But sponsorships are those relationships, and they're particularly within the same organization or within the same environment that you are, that really helps women go to the next level. So examples would be things like, Um, If you have a social, a network, maybe you introduce this woman to a higher up, right? So maybe you're a vice president and you're going to meet with your board of directors with a big company and you're talking about some of the things you're doing. Giving a female in your area, which oftentimes you give males, but Mm -hmm. you don't think about the females, a chance to actually get in front of those boards. So you're really getting those, those really higher level networks. Also helping women have access to resources that often because men have more of the the top spots so if they're not for instance resources like even funding to attend conferences um ways to actually get noticed even even if a woman is not in the room and you're talking to Folks are around the table, let's say the board table or the top leadership team, mentioning the names of the the women who have done the work, actually giving them credit for work that they've done. Those kinds of things bring women no, notice and resources to really lift them to the next level. So then, when I you know the CEO meets someone, oh, I've heard about you. That kind of thing. That's different than mentorship. Mentorship is is really. Um, really great too. But the problem is women have way more mentors than sponsors. Men have more sponsors. And so men get lifted to that next level or encouraged to that next level.
1: This is such a uh, fascinating topic because I think it's something most people don't think about. Yeah. Probably not. Right? Yeah. Am I a sponsor? Yeah, Am I helping to advance women? Yeah. in that way. So now tell me about the differences between the two. So
0: that's that's really what what it is. I mean okay. and the differences between men and women are women mentioned that those were much more meaningful relationships to them when men were sponsors and they they said mentorship was good too. I'm not bringing that down. But men didn't think as much about the sponsorship. Women really cared about that. So So it was fascinating to look at that difference. That was one of them. And that was in the category of developmental relationships. So both men and women think we've got to have mentoring and sponsorships and all of those relationships. So we had other categories. Another one that was fascinating is treating women as equals. Men said that. Women said that too, but men didn't mention things about gender discrimination as much. In fact, hardly ever. Mm -hmm. Women talked about that discrimination being really, when men did acknowledge that or when they were learning or listening or caring about understanding that discrimination, that made a big difference to the women. Another thing that I think your listeners would find interesting, because our results really mirror national and global results, and that is, well, let me go back first, in terms of advancing anybody, men and women both, feedback is critically important. This is a finding of many, many, many studies. Getting feedback from your supervisor, getting feedback from colleagues, but really your supervisor and different things. Feedback, good, negative, <laughs> middle, are you doing things right, Get, you know, move forward. So we know that that is critically important in advancing people. So the National Global Research says that men get substantially more feedback than women. And in our sample in the state of Utah, women were saying and men didn't sometimes they mentioned in their their data that that they sometimes gave feedback, but the women said, "We need feedback." So men who gave them specific feedback, we're not talking and I teach how to give feedback a lot, there's some good models. Um we're not talking about, "You're great." You know, that kind of thing. That doesn't really build performance and help you get. It's very specific. It's not judgment. So when I say you're great, that's a judgment. Very specific in, these are the behaviors that I've observed. And this is what I've seen you do, like in that meeting that we were just in. Very specific things. Um, And, you know, I appreciated that or something. Or very specific like, I'd like you to do something a little bit different, but very specific. So women in Utah are asking for more feedback. They're not getting more
1: feedback. Well, it allows I you to grow.
0: It absolutely... Otherwise, you
1: don't know where you stand.
0: But feedback is don't... weird yeah. kind of, you know, to give people... And in Utah, I think it's, we're a little more sensitive with that. We have a little bit of a passive-aggressive culture in some mm-hmm. ways. We're a little more sensitive. And I think the relationships between men and women in a lot of areas are... are I don't know, add to that, that, uh, you know, we see these trends around the world, but uh, men may be more sensitive culturally in that. And some men are like, I don't want to see him cry or whatever, you know, don't know. And those are things that we need to talk about and learn about. Uh, But I tell you from my experience with my own students here, they don't really know how to give or receive feedback. And they're quite defensive Um, until they realize that feedback is a gift. It's actually a gift. And if we learn to take it and give it in positive ways, it can help us learn, like you just said.
1: Right. You mentioned the difference between judgment and feedback. How about a compliment and feedback? Can a compliment be feedback?
0: Yes, it can. It can. But it needs to be as specific as I talked about. Interestingly, you know, I do so much work in the state on women, and I talk about this that oftentimes we're socialized as women, particularly here in Utah, but we you see this every place as well, to deflect positive feedback. We deflect it. You can't – listeners can't see my hand, but I'm, I'm right. doing a motion that's deflecting. But you're so right. It's like
1: we I'm trying don't to improve feel humble
0: or whatever. We need to be humble. So there's this deflection even when it's a compliment, which is problematic because we need to accept – Positive compliments so that people understand, you know, your presentation or your project that, or my research project or whatever was so helpful. Instead of, you know, just taking it in and pausing, thank you. So I have people practice, especially women, just say thank you and then shut your mouth. Just like thank you. Don't say, Oh, but uh, that was no big deal. Which or we I didn't do every do the day work.
1: No doubt about I, it.
0: I don't do the. My whole team did the work and everything. But if we don't accept in a really nice, gracious way the feedback, then we're not acknowledging to people that was our work, and so it halts us from. Are you following the logic? Halts us from the progression. And so the best thing to do, and I've seen some women do this so well, is to take that feedback, especially that compliment or whatever, that positive, and say thank you, pause, and don't say but. Next, say and. And... My team did so much great work on this or whatever. So we're accepting that. We're taking credit for that. And we're including, using our feminine, include everybody, mm-hmm. collaborate, all of that stuff. We're including, but we're also ex- uh, accepting. Does that make sense? That does. So even positive feedback. But feedback is something we all need to, to study and learn on how to do because it can make a difference.
1: No we doubt do about it. We do it
0: really quite well in sports so i was a coach for years most most folks i mean they, they take feedback in a good way so your little little kids i've coached soccer and stuff the parents the kids they want you to give them feedback right it's not like oh my coach gave me feedback i'm feeling bad it's like okay let's change the way you are kicking the soccer
1: ball let's do something and they're like thanks coach you know because it's a sign of helping them improve but we don't sometimes... rather than criticize yes But sometimes,
0: even when we get that, people do that in the workplace. People are like, "Oh, I'm not doing something right," you know, a little more defensive. So,
1: I I have to work on that. Oh, yes, no (laughs) doubt about it.
0: No doubt about it. That was uh, such a fascinating one. Um, Do we have time for another? We do. Go right ahead. So, another one that was that was both on the list for men and women was recognition, but there were some differences. It was way, It was quite higher for women. Women said, I really, really appreciate men who have given recognition. And men did not talk about awards or nomination, for. but women did. When they're nominated for an award, when there's this public recognition, that, that meant a lot to them. And that gave them confidence. And mm-hmm. that really helped them in their advancement in personal and professional ways. Um, uh, men didn't mention that as much. But both mentioned um, both public recognition, getting, and and women said things like in higher education, make sure my name is mentioned and put on the papers when I'm an author and all of those things that they get forgotten sometimes. But women also said that recognition, even in one-on-one, like when you're meeting with me and you say, hey, I saw you do this project and, you know, that feedback again, that That positive feedback gives them a recognition. I'm being seen. I'm being heard. This makes a difference to me. So there's explain why that is so
1: important. Even with very confident women, that recognition seems to be a very important piece.
0: Well, we struggle, and me, you and I have, I think, talked a little bit about this before, with confidence. And this is not just Utah. This is nationally, globally, actually, that there's a real confidence dif- difference between boys and girls. Some of that's genetics. We study the neuroscience along that. A lot of it's upbringing and some of it's choice as well. Um, so women in general, because of our socialization, We actually are socialized to want praise more than men, and we rely on that praise. And sometimes that can really do bad things for us with that praise. There's that side of it, but there's also that we get passed over in the workplace sometimes. So we're in groups, and our ideas, sometimes we say an idea. So many women tell me they've had this experience, and then they're they're kind of like not taken seriously. Mm. Three people later, a man says the same thing. And people just go on and it's like, actually, that was my idea. So that recognition, in fact, I remember in our data that when a man in a meeting saw that happen, and all he did was, thank you for building on Karen's idea. That was recognition to her. That was critically important. And it was easy for the man to do that. Or another woman. You know, And it didn't um, take
1: away from the no, other person. No, and
0: we're not saying, well, that was rude. You didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. Yeah, we can. we can. Those are little recognition things. So sometimes it comes from within us that we need some recognition. A lot of times it's external that, that sometimes we do get passed over in certain situations. But to advance women in the workplace, to advance anyone in the workplace, there, ha- there is an element of recognition of good work. And so it's, it's complex. It's not cut and dry. It's right. not an easy issue. But that recognition was a really important thing and some differences between men and women's responses.
1: Right. How do you hope that this work can make a difference in our lives? If you were to recap, what would you say the key points are that you think people can really change?
0: Well, uh, I have presented this. And in fact, I just did this last week to 100 city managers in the state of Utah. Almost all were male. And they were excited to hear it. I've spoken to many male audiences, and so this is good for men and women, but it's nice to really get this information to men. How do I think it's going to make a difference? Because right now in this environment where, where the Me Too movement and different things has been really good in a lot of ways, but it's left some men thinking, oh, I don't want to get in trouble You know, you've probably remembered the Wall Street Journal article and some people saying, I don't even want to hire women anymore because I don't even want to deal with it. There are answers. There are tools. And I think the best thing this article does and this research does is let men have something in their hands, if they have a hard copy of our brief, that says, here are things that we've found actually work. So when you do these kinds of things, think about recognition. Think about giving feedback in, in ways positive. Think about giving feedback in general to women because the research is quite clear that men naturally get more feedback than women. Interestingly, from women leaders, men get more feedback than women even. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. For both. So I think that's what I would say is um, it the benefit of this is, is – for research in general, it's it's got a good benefit, but it actually offers tools for men and for women who are thinking about working with men. I mean, you can go to your supervisor as a woman and say, Hey, here's an article. And it actually, these are things like, look, they found feedback. I would like more feedback. And let's, you know, how why are you not comfortable? Or how can I help you be more comfortable giving feedback? and there's actually processes where you can go and teach your supervisor how to give you feedback in ways that are not attacks that are really beneficial for you. So I think I think they're really great tools.
1: So course, Dr. Matson, yeah. if people want more information, how do they get more information on these tools?
0: So, uh, we have all of our research reports and other tools as well on our Utah Women and Leadership Project website, utwomen.org. So we We bought that little thing to make it Mm -hmm. easier for me to say. And if you're interested in a monthly, just once a month, I send an email out with the latest research, with the latest. You don't even have to be in Utah to get this. There's some applicable things to people around the world. So we, we outline the latest research events, not just our own, our partners, and then resources that are out there. Uh, For male allies, we do have the full brief, but we also have a two-page, nice little colored picture (laughs) you could print uh, front and back that give tips on what male allies can do for women in the workplace as well.
1: Thank you so much for sharing this important information. Thanks so much.